1: So much- You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I am Lee Campbell.
0: And I'm Kelly McCarron. And I mean, it's a bit of mixed emotions today. <laughs> Big news. Not really. <laughs> not really. But it is the last fresh Monday Q&A episode of the year.
1: From next week, we'll be rolling out special summer content, so stay tuned for that. But on Mondays, Kelly, this last Monday of 2023 in the normal format, what are we doing? How do people ask us a question for next year? So on
0: Mondays, we answer your questions and you can email us any question you like, well, as long as it's somewhat beauty related to youbeautyatmamame.com.au or slide into our DMs on Instagram at youbeautypodcast and you can leave us a voice note. So there's just like a little microphone thingy on the DMs and that way you can just let us know and it's really quick, just make sure you're inside.
1: Oh, not in a wind tunnel. You can be outside if it's a lovely, quiet day. Yeah, 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 but not super windy because
0: we can't hear. But hopefully we get lots of great questions over the summer break. That's it. Okay,
1: for this last official Monday, what are we talking about?
0: We have a question about the real role of your moisturiser, but first a question from Brooke. Hi, you beauty. Love you girls and love the pod. I have long bleached blonde hair that just always looks frizzy and unhealthy and doesn't have a lot of movement. I use heat styling products. I use creams and oils and everything to make it look healthy and shiny. Nothing really seems to work. Would love any recommendations you have to make my hair look glossy and shiny and healthy. Thanks. I feel like I (laughs) asked this question because my hair, sometimes I just forget about change of season and how much it can F with your hair and skin. Does it as a blonde? Oh, yes. Please do tell. Like I got my extensions out. My hair should theoretically be so much healthier. Your hair is so long.
1: What were the extensions doing? Volume? Volume. You have so much hair. I know, but it was just a little bit of fun. So I got it taken
0: out and then I got heaps chopped off. So my hair theoretically should be so healthy at the moment. It has. Is so dry. Oh, like, that goes my It immediately advice. goes fluffy.
1: <laughs> okay, let me give a bit of science, and then as a blonde yes. dry lass, you can help us. So, essentially, when you're going lighter or blonde, you're removing pigment. So, what the chemicals and all the fancy stuff that happens at the salon does is kind of opens up the hair shaft and kind of takes the color out. When you're going darker or adding, you know, brunette black you're depositing pigment in so you're Mm. adding something in and so to lighten your hair you're kind of opening the hair shaft and making it a bit susceptible to damage and dry and dry and then when you think about it because if your hair is dark like it's just going to be shinier because even if it's not real shine or health like think of a black car for some reason it looks shinier
0: yes oh my god do you know what I mean like black
1: cars clean black cars look shinier than a white car Mm. Because we're taking out all that stuff to make her hair lighter, yep. it is gonna be drier, more susceptible to damage. It's a tricky one. I have asked some blonde friends for some product recommendations, but I want you to tell us Kel as a blonde, brassy, not saying they're brassy, you know, no, bl- they blonde very much so, lady. What do you do? What do you recommend?
0: Well, it sounds like she is doing everything except I would get rid of all heat styling products for a while and see if that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. However, I know that that's not that realistic, especially at the moment with events and that sort of thing on. If it's really bothering her, she might have to consider or may want to consider going a different shade, like yes. even if you went a light copper or, a or caramel, because that is a way to really get that gloss back in your hair yes. because often those semi-permanent colours actually are more treating and plus they bring that pigment back into your hair. I mean, I use products all the time and some of them are amazing and some of them are great, but it sounds like
1: She's, She's trying she lot. is
0: trying a lot of things. You
1: say you just got a trim, but maybe she needs a trim or yeah, a cut. Yeah. And in salon treatment, like I think protein products, if you use them at home and you're not that at it. They can make your hair feel strawry. Yes. But if you have a protein treatment in salon followed by a hydrating treatment, that's going to work, you know, in the short term. It's not going to fix your hair. But I reckon going to the hairdresser and being like, help, do I need a trim? Yeah. Do I need a treatment? What about the treatment that you get, the keratin? Well, that's for like straightening, but yeah. it's not like poker straight. But yes, it gets rid of frizz. Because it might help her feel like it's healthier. Yes, that's it. It's like a fake sense of health. It's mm. the Silk keratin. My blonde friends that I asked, isn't it funny? I think of like who I messaged. I'm like, their hair looks a bit dry or their hair looks good but it's sometimes Can dry. you imagine if when they <laughs> listen to this episode and they're like, you mull? But they've <laughs> told me about products I've never heard of because I don't have this problem. I also
0: don't know that many. I can't think of one blonde that has, except for my natural blonde friend, that's it.
1: that has actual healthy hair. And that's good to know because it's par for the course. It yeah. just is what it is. So product recommendations as per these people who have great blonde hair. Kevin Murphy Shimmer Shine. It is like a spray-in spray in Finishing mist, they say it revitalizes and repairs as it adds gorgeous shine to lifeless locks. Vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, and it's like this goldy, glittery kind of color. Oh. Heard of it? No. I
0: have actually, and it sounds really nice, but I didn't know it was gold. That sounds Yeah, it it almost
1: looks like a body oil for the hair, but like... My oh, no, delicious. $48.95. I'm going to order that. That sounds so nice. Can you wait till we finish recording? Okay. Yep. The Colour Wow Pop and Lock mm. High Gloss Serum, $42. So it's an anti-frizz serum, but it adds like dead set, serious shine. Again, like they call it a high gloss shellac. So think of it like shellac for your hair. Mm. Again, this is a finishing product that's going to make your hair look fabulous. Nothing can fully repair it unless you want to go for a big cut, but that's another option. And then there's the Pureology Top Coat and Glaze in Clear. So sorry, these are all quite premium, but we've been told that they work. Yeah, Amazing for heat protection, but also really just like adding like a glaze and shine to your hair. And there's before and afters on Adore Beauty for this one. So there's a few options. Otherwise, big old trim and maybe go a little bit darker. Mm,
0: Which probably isn't the advice that you wanted, but it's realistic. Yeah, that's it. Next up, we have a question from Claire. Hello, lovely ladies. So I just have a question about moisturiser. So to set the scene, for example, my morning routine looks like SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic, which I purchased after hearing it recommended so many times on here and really do love it. I then go in with a hyaluronic acid, a snail mucin, and then my moisturiser. So I currently use the QV Ceramides Moisturising Lotion, and I do really love it. However, I was just wondering how hardworking does my moisturizer need to be or are the serums I'm using before that doing most of the work and the moisturizers just locking it in? Because I'm happy to purchase something else if it's going to benefit my serums or am I right to just keep it basic? Just curious.
1: Thank you. Bye. I love this question. Oh, so good. Claire has thought about this one. Okay, so you say you use the skin SkinCeutical C, Ferulic. great vitamin C, goes first on clean skin mm-hmm. in the morning because when we pair it with our sunscreen, it kind of helps supercharge our sunscreen. It's also really glowy and anti-aging, anti-pigmentation, all that stuff. Then you're using hyaluronic acid and snail jizz. Probably don't need both because they're both just hydrating, would you say, Kel? Yeah, but if she's dehydrated... It's fine. I do do too. Do you? Um, Yeah, I sometimes even go in with a third. What? My face would fall off. Yeah,
0: but if you're dry dehydrated, well this is more for dehydrated, I'm assuming, if it's hyaluronic acid and then the snail jizz. Yes.
1: She totally can, like
0: it's not going to make her face slide off at all.
1: Absolutely not, but if you are just using them for different purposes, just know that they're both hydrating products. You don't have to. For this person specifically, I would say you've got great serums happening there. Mm. Your vitamin C is doing your heavy lifting, that's your active. I would be just using a moisturizer to sort of lock in your serums, pop on a moisturizer, then you must do your SPF. You must, must, must before you go into your makeup. I also think that the QV Ceramides, that is
0: a really hard hitting, good moisturizer. That's true. Affordable,
1: great use day or night. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, Ceramides in themselves Mm. are very restorative and replenishing and anti-aging. But for me, I just use a moisturizer if I use one. Well, no, I do. I use a serum and then probably a gel moisturizer, and that's just to be my moisturizer. Then at night, that's when I employ an anti-aging yep. face cream. Even though I'm probably doing retinol or some sort of anti-aging serum, I'll also just use a moisturizer with a bit more like oomph. Yeah. And they're usually juicier, thicker, just more like doing stuff, if that makes sense. Yes. Sometimes I skip moisturizer in the morning as a combo girl. We're assuming that you're a bit dry because you are doing several layers of serum. <laughs> so. Any moisturiser you want during the day. Just make sure that it doesn't have retinol in it. It's not going to make you photosensitive. Probably don't need a double dose of vitamin C. So yeah, anything that works and feels nice and layers with your sunscreen, go for it. And then I use my face cream at night, like that step to just do a little bit more. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. What do you think? Yeah, I think that that's exactly right. And I also just think that maybe
0: her mindset is because it's affordable and obviously she likes nice products. You know, she's using the skin SkinCeuticals that she's just assuming that it's not a heavy lifting moisturizer because it's affordable, but it's actually really good. Yeah. And that's a really good routine. I agree. In the morning, and as long as you are putting that SPF last. Yes,
1: Deb, that must happen. We want to hear, we need an update that you follow with SPF. But for me, you know, being combo and oily, particularly in summer, I often skip moisturiser mm. altogether. So I'll use a vitamin C and then I'll go straight to my sunscreen. But we're finding sunscreen these days have so many skincare benefits yes. anyway that mm. that's pretty much your moisturising exactly. step if your skin is happy with just those two steps. So. Looking pretty good to I think that's actually me. so nice. Yeah. I wouldn't often be able to do it, but like, that's just oh, so easy. I must and- say, I mean, depending on how hot and humid the day is, sometimes it's easy just to be like, serum, yep. sunscreen. And then you're like, do I want to wear makeup? Do I not? I don't need 80,000 layers. Mm. I would love to have dry skin and just practice with 80,000 layers, but you always want what you don't have. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You've got a great routine, so keep going. Well,
0: that's all for today. And remember, send us your questions via Instagram at YouBeautyPodcast.
1: With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos, and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. The
0: producer of You Beauty is Cassie Merritt with audio editing by Leah Porges.
1: Bye. Bye.